What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to chat with Gabe of the band Hungover over Zoom video. Gabe was born and raised in Orlando, Florida, and that's where the band formed as well. He talked about how he got into music. He started off on ukulele and guitar, but never really stuck to that. It was actually rock band that made him want to be a drummer. He was playing rock band all the time, and his dad was like, oh, wow, you're pretty good at that, and bought him like a $150 drum kit, and he played that for years. He talked about some bands he played in in high school, eventually joining Hungover. We hear about that first EP album, Wilt, getting signed to Smart Punk Records, and all about the new Hungover album which is called When It Touches the Heart, Everything Resolves. You can watch the interview with Gabe on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Hungover. Right on. Yeah. Very cool. Well, um, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, My name's Adam, by the way, and this is about you and your journey in music. And we'll talk about, obviously, the album coming out as well. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, So just based off the the research and info I have... uh, the band started in Orlando, Florida. Is that correct? Yes. And are you originally from Orlando? Yeah, I was born and raised. Okay. What was that like growing up there? Disneyland? Um, uh, you know, like, <laughs> yes, kind of. But it's funny, like, people think of Orlando as, like, Disney Central, mm-hmm. when most of Orlando is just like, please stay away. You know, oh, like, really? It's, it's like, um, so I live in Vegas now and it's kind of like everybody thinking of Vegas as the strip, which I mean, I, I don't, I don't even know if I'm technically at Liberty to say this. I've only lived here for like a year and a half, but I feel like there's so much more to it than just what you know it for. Right. No, hundred percent. I mean, that's like most, most cities, right? I mean, right. you wouldn't like New York and be like, all right, I got to go check out Times Square. Like you, right. if you're, if Everybody you're from there or live there, you're, you don't go there. Yeah, it's kind of one of those keep things. Me away from there. I yeah. like you go there. You dread that, that whole trip. Yeah. Oh yeah. I lived in yeah. San Francisco for like five years and I never went to, uh, Alcatraz. I very rarely went to pier 39. Like I just mm-hmm. knew not to go yeah. there. It was just crazy amounts um, of tourists. So, Oh yeah. And I mean like Disney is great. I love going to Disney. Um, it's a, it was a very fun thing to do that I did a lot as a kid. And then mm-hmm. right before I moved, um, my girlfriend used to work at Disney. So we went there a lot. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I love it, but Orlando has like so many other cool things to do. And Florida in, in general is like mm-hmm. so pretty. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a lot, it's, Definitely, like, the more you travel, the more you see it's almost just, like, a copy and paste of, like, the same prettiness. You know, it, mm-hmm. doesn't, it doesn't vary. Um, right. It's all just, like, humidity, trees, if you like. Water. Like, sw- yeah, water, like, swampy <laughs> beach. Um, but, like, when you find the little place that you think is the most beautiful, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. 
That's and awesome. like, I'm a big fan of Orlando's culture and they have a really good food scene. The music scene there is, I think one of the best, honestly, in the country, like definitely there's a lot of music scenes, but like definitely like top 10, top 15, um, out of like, like per city, I'd say. Yeah. There's a lot of good bands that have came out of. Yeah. Orlando. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I, I don't even realize like moving out of there ha- has helped me realize what exactly I had. Uh-huh. especially when starting up hungover. Oh, did you guys start the band in, you started the band in Orlando, right? And, but yeah. now you're in, is the whole band in Vegas now? No, just me. I just, oh. I was, I, you know, grew up in Orlando and uh, we had just like a wild hair of kind of like, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas has things that we both do. So let's try it out. Right on. And, you know, I'm just kind of, I, I, uh, yeah, I like, I lost both of my parents. Um, and I was just kind of ready to, Oh my gosh, man. I'm so get, sorry. It's okay. It's, it's life. You know, it's, it, they, it wasn't at the same time. There were years between, okay. um, it, still, it, it was, shit. yeah, it sucks. But you know, I was like, I'll always have the family that I have here. Um, life is short and I've wanted to move somewhere for a long time. The West coast is awesome um i'm almost on the west coast but this is the cheaper option you know this is is the cheapest (laughs) la suburb yeah there you go (laughs) yeah yeah i'm from san diego originally i live in nashville now and okay i love it here but yeah we it's just so expensive to live in california but and same with florida i'm sure but yeah um so how do you get into music do you come from a creative musical household at all or you the only Uh, one that did music in the house um, so yeah, I don't think about it often, but I have a lot of musical influence from my family. Um, my grandma, like my, on my mom's side, she is also, she's from, from Florida as well. Um, but like old Florida, um, and she like tap danced. I inherited my acoustic guitar from her. I inherited like a keyboard. She had an organ that she would play all the time. Um, ukulele. She would always call me and like sing me happy birthday on a ukulele. That's right. Um, she like told me like the, it, for tuning, like the, my dog has fleas thing. I don't know if you're, <laughs> if you're familiar with that. No, um, what's that? It's just like to know the different, the sounds like my dog has fleas, like to d- like for the different notes of the. Strings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but that, that's for the ukulele cause there's only four strings. Um, and then on my dad's side, my grandpa, um, was a professional, um, like percussionist. So I'm half Puerto Rican. My dad's side is the Puerto Rican side in Puerto Rico. Um, my grandpa would tour all over the place, um, all over the Island in like the twenties and thirties, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And 40s as well. Like my dad was born in 45 and his birthday is like almost two weeks late because my grandpa was on tour when he was born. So he was like across the island and um, my grandma had him and they were like, what do we do? You know, we're going to have to pay a fine because we didn't have the baby registered when he was born. And one of uh, my grandpa's friends was like, just say that he was born today. So his oh, birthday wow. that's wild. Yeah, and his birthday is the 30th 
his actual birthday is the 30th, but his legal birthday is October 9th. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, it even like got him in trouble in school. Like he had a teacher <laughs> yell at him because he was lying one day about his birthday and his mom was like, well, this is actually what happened, but she didn't speak English. So she didn't go in and like, yeah, him. like sort it out. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is, if you know, if you know my dad at all, like people who know me close enough to know my dad as well, mm-hmm. have heard that story at least three times. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, um, he, so- um, Sorry, go ahead. He uh yeah, he would play in New York and everything when they moved up there. He was like a sought after um timbalero. Um he was also really good at just like like woodblock clave. Um he was always on time. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's that and that was the thing. It's like you can be a good musician, but like the most important musicians are the ones that are on time. <laughs> Not even like tempo time, like on time to the music. I was going to ask, you mean time uh, tempo or just on time to be th- at the show? Yeah, or uh, practice? at the show. Get, there, <laughs> okay. get to the meeting on time and you will Got always it. be called back. Yeah. That's that's good advice for anything. I think. Exactly. Um, so you play drums in the band, it, it, but it sounds like you started off on guitar and ukulele. Um, I mean, like I played, I like took guitar lessons when I was nine and it was too hard. And I was like, no, I'm okay. Okay. Um, And like, and I didn't do anything for years. And then um, rock band came out and I, well, guitar hero three was like my shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was, and I played the crap out of that. And then rock band came out and I started like going to Best Buy to play with my friend in middle school and like high school and uh, my dad was like, you're actually getting really good at these drums. And his friend was selling a like old falling apart Rogers drum kit. And he bought it for like 150 bucks. And I beat the crap out of that thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's it's so like 16 year old me, 15 year old me was. That's how it started. And, and that then you obviously loved it. Yeah. And kept yeah. playing drums at that point. Did yeah. you do like marching band or anything like that? Or was it all just. No, it's. All kit, um, mostly self-taught. I took like, <laughs> I like went to college for a couple, like a semester or two um, and took some drum lessons, but honestly never really showed up to any of my classes because <laughs> I was too busy being a rock star, you know, playing along to my chemical romance and stuff like there that. Um, but yeah, um, it's it's all been basically self-trained. And what about bands? Were you in a band before uh, Hungover started or like kind of tell me that? So Hungover has kind of been, I've, I mean, I've been in this band for, it's been over 10 years now that we've been a band. There's been like multiple renditions of it. Like Mark is technically our second singer. We had somebody else beforehand, mm. um, but right, right before Hungover. So, out of high school, I joined Hungover. Um, but in high school, I had like this little like power violence band. Um, are you familiar with the genre power violence? No, I was gonna no, ask. No, so about it's that. it's like a it's like blast beat hardcore. A lot of hardcore now takes from that, but okay. there was like such a niche thing before. It's like minute thirty second to like minute and a half songs um it's like the locust or something like that exactly 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 the locust is a power violence band Um, okay weekend nachos is another one that is like a bigger power violence band 
Yeah, just like, um, I, just, I didn't know the the the, the name of the genre. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like I know such the a sound, and I, yeah, I know what it is, but yeah, okay, it's it's all just considered hardcore at this point. But right. um, I was such like the black sheep of everything because I was not into that type of music at all. It was just like one of my best friends from middle school and I, and then some other people that he knew that was in that were like into like the Florida Orlando like crust punk kind of scene. Um, and that was such an eye opener to me to like what music could be. Cause I knew like the sceny, like, you know, attack attack and like breakdown type bands, but not that like people actually did that. Right. 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 And, right. Yeah. But it was sick. It was so cool. Um, I, I even, would imagine and, as a drummer, that would be a fun band to play in. It was. It's just not just like, you know, yeah. you get to like, just go nuts. And yeah, I was just the, like, with the, did you have like triggers and all that stuff on the, the double? Like, no, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I was, I was like 17, 18. I, I didn't, I had no idea what a trigger was. Um, <laughs> I was, I've always like been self-conscious about double bass. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm much better at it now since I actually have like the patience and like thought process to sit down and learn it. Mm-hmm. But I've always been like very impatient of like, I can't do this right now. So whatever, I'm just going to figure something <laughs> else out, which I mean, helped me with my hands. You know, yeah. I knew that I could do like doubles and everything on my hands. And like, it helped me add things where another kick would be. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, with that, it was just a lot of just sixteenth notes on the the, the hi hat and the snare, <laughs> you know, like just simple yeah. blast beats. That's awesome. So you did that for a while, and then obviously, hungover is uh, quite a different sound than than that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that how do you eventually like, meet up with them, or or were they a band and you joined? Because it sounds like there's a bunch of different members at throughout. So the um, that was like that band broke up and at, I think at the, the very end, like the original hungover had played like one show or something like that. Okay. Um, our old bassist Austin and our old guitarist Evan were members of like that one. Austin put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like played a couple shows but then stopped and then me and then I met the old singer, um, Josh, and he, we had like, we're starting like another kind of band that wanted to be like a pop rock. Like he loves Mayday Parade and stuff like that. So it was kind of trying to be that. Um, And we like, I've been friends with Austin, our old bassist for since like sixth grade. And we had like just ended a falling out or something like that. And I was like, you play guitar. Let's, uh, let's start a band. So we started this like garage pop punk band that was like so simple and like bad, but like good, you know? Um, and we got a couple other members. Um, and actually Evan was one of them. And then he, 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 Evan has been in this band three times. Oh, that's funny. He was in it. Then he left. Then he was in it. Then he left. Then he was in it. He's, he's left again, but he's actually working on his own music and stuff like that. Um, And I'm very proud of what he's doing. He's gone like the whole like electronic DJ poppy thing. Oh, Um, interesting. I'm going to plug him. It's Steve Urkel. Instead of Steve, it's Steve. Oh, that's a great name. That's a good one. It's a great name. 
Um, <laughs> he just he actually just did a um, a remix. I don't know if he if he's put it out or not yet, but he just did a remix of um, one of the broadside songs from the new album, the one with the singer of Honey Revenge. I don't remember what the name of the song is. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I know Ollie. I've had him on a couple of times. Yeah, Ollie's great. Um, yeah, I, I think love he lives broadside. down in. He lives in Florida now, right? Yeah. Um, Dom and Pat also, they used to be in a band that played with Hungover a lot. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we're all like kind of inter interconnected. Yeah, I'm trying um, to get him to move to Nashville. He said he's going to move out of Florida soon. Ollie? Yeah. That I feel like Nashville, I don't I don't know him super well, but like what I do know of him, I feel like that's that's a great spot for him. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah. been trying to convince him, but um yeah, okay. I, so you I know, digress. yeah, you know all those guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, so this band has seen a bunch of two, a bunch of people. And then, at what point, you know, in 2018, you put out Will. And at that point, was that how long have you guys been that core, those members? Um, that was that a while been, before, or not that long? It was like 2016, like the mid to late. I think I don't remember when Sean joined. We had another guitarist um, that I will not name. He was he got himself into some shit, and we're not happy with him about that at all. Um, Sean joined. It was like 2017 or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So he's on um, that record. Yes. Uh, so he is on. So Wilt was an EP before it was this album. Wilt is the one that you have is technically a re-release with three extra songs. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. And the three extra songs Sean is on, which and is, those are I the just, ones because that was after you got signed to, to right. the label, right? Smart. Punk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was when we got signed. Um, so he worked on Sleep Alone, um, Three's Company, and Exit Stage Left. Okay. Which Exit Stage Left is arguably one of my like top. I think yeah, Exit Stage Left is my favorite song that we have. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. So, you guys put that out independently, right? And then eventually got signed? Yes. Yeah. So tell me about of... that. Were you just selling out uh, clubs in Orlando or were you doing little tours? Like, how do so you get we, the attention of them? We've done a few tours. Um, I think at that point, we had done two or three by ourselves um, mm -hmm. that we had just kind of like booked up the East Coast and back. Um, but we were, you know, we were making waves in Orlando and, um, smart punk, the owner of smart punk also, it works. Um, this is, I, I feel like this is a really funny story. I met the owner of smart punk trying to get a job at AKT, which is his, he's like the, the, the vice president or something like that, or like something of that company. His brother owns it. It's a merch company. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to get a job there and I, our old singer worked for them at the time and um, he had already left, but you know, we're still friends. We still keep in touch. Um, and I went up to him and I'm like, Hey, you know, I'm Gabe um, this, that. And he's like, yeah, hung over. Right. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, I want to talk to you. And I was like trying to get a job and it just went the complete other direction of a, of a, of a record deal. Um, but yeah, it's that, that was we were all stoked on that because, you know, that was like, that's the way to go. 
Yeah. Isn't at least at the time. Uh, Chris from Listen Jake, is he on that label or yes, didn't he have something to do with that? He I'm not sure. Um it's possible. I I like I don't really keep up with what they're doing now. Um Okay. Yeah, I've just um I'm not sure if he has something to do with the label or or not. Forgive yeah, I me. I think you might have put everybody. out I think you might have put out something with them. Maybe okay. I'm, yeah. Um, I mean, I know, I know they're doing a lot of like releases and just like, um, like vinyl deals with a lot of people. They've done a few with some good friends of ours. Keep flying. Um, I know they just did. I think they did something with broadside, right? Uh, or am I, am I, might, no, broadside I signed already? I think. Yeah. I think broadside's okay. on sharp. Um, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, I like, I am I'm really bad with like a lot of music news. I know like some things that are going on, but then other things are just out. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. Lesson Jake is on there. But okay. I mean, yeah, they, they've got some cool bands for sure. That's tight. Yeah. Um they have they uh what else did they do? Um I'm blanking on the band right now, so I'm just gonna stop. I don't wanna say the wrong name. Oh no, all good. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been good for us for sure. Um and I'm glad that we are finally getting to this record release. There's been some like some shakiness of like, you know, life happening. Um Mark has kids. He's a, he also wanted to become a full-time barber, which he's doing now and he's amazing. I finally found somebody out here after a year and a half that I am happy with touching my head. Because Mark <laughs> did such a good job for so long that I'm like the pickiest. Um, yeah, Sean is killing it as a um, as a chef as well. He's a, an executive chef. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Really. Yeah. So you guys, so this new album that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, you've released a few songs off it thus far. Uh, mm -hmm. Shake it off is from what I was reading about the song. It was about like you guys were on a hi Were you on a hiatus or yes. like? Okay, yeah, so, so like, was, yeah, I, I'm curious to hear about this. Um, I mean, yeah, that kind of happened. We had a really bad tour. Um, it was we we like ran ourselves ragged in the beginning of 2018. Like we were like, okay, the album the album is coming out. It's time to fucking go. You know, it, there wasn't even like a ramp up. It was just like a zero one hundred go. We had just done a like a full US a month and a half long we were not home for the month of March um, came all the way over here, uh, played in San Francisco, played in San Diego. Um, it was awesome. Where'd you play in San Diego? Some little bar. I don't remember. Casbah? Soda bar. Mm, I, I feel like it was a gay bar. Um, and there is a liquor store right next door, which doesn't, I feel like that's so many different places. <laughs> I was going to say there's like, yeah, it, it's like 50. It was um, like wood feet. Like there was a lot of wood. You walked in and the bar was right there. And then to the left, there was like a bigger stage area. You might've had to go to the left and back. Okay. I'm yeah. I don't know. It's I all could good. dig for it, but it would take me a couple minutes. No worries. It's not a big yeah. deal. I was just curious if you knew it off yeah. the top of your head. Um, yeah. And that, you know, that was a lot for us on our wallets, on our personal lives, um, you know, as touring is, especially when you don't know what you're expecting and you have these illusions of grandeur and like, 
you're like, all right, you know, we're going to blow up. And like, we were doing good, but it wasn't blowing up. Um, and we were back home for, I think like three weeks or something like that. And then went back out. And this was a much shorter, like two week tour, excuse me. But on that tour, we, um, we got swindled with my van. Um, so my back right tire just had an air bubble in it. Right. Mm -hmm. So the van started shaking really bad, um, on the highway. We pulled off on like in Ohio somewhere right after our first show with the band. This is also after we went, we left early to go camping and we went camping in Kentucky and got like two $500 fines for weed because somebody in the band wouldn't shut up asking everybody at the campsite if they smoke weed. Oh, so we man. definitely got, I'm not going to, if, if he ever watches this, you, this is your fault and he will be mad at me, but this is his fault. And I, I blame him for it. Um, so you got a thousand dollar ticket for pot in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh yes. man. Um, so that was just, you know, right off the bat, almost like cursed. Yeah. Now you're in the um, whole thousand bucks. Exactly. Um, and I mean, I was, I was off like, uh, with somebody that I had just met. And if I was there, I think they were going to arrest me. Oh, if wow. I, Yeah. So I'm very glad that I was being a, a, a hoodlum. Um, <laughs> sure. You know, like it's, I, I definitely saved my ass by being drunk off in the, in the woods somewhere. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, so uh, the van like broke down and we pulled off to this place in Huber Heights, Ohio, middle of nowhere. Um, and the, one of the mechanics there, you know, was super nice, like definitely like was getting us as the very um, vulnerable, you know, band in need. He mentioned like Hawthorne Heights because they're from, yeah, it, it's like just north of Dayton, I believe. Yep. Um, and uh, he said that our axle was screwed or something like that. Like our axle was done, you know, that was going to be like a $2,000 job or something like that. Oh, um, luckily, so my uncle owns a used car dealership and he has people. So I just, you know, I called him, he's like, okay, it, you know, don't do any of that. Um, figure out whatever your issue is. Smart punk ended us, ended up flying a couple of us back, grabbing one of their bands that they have for us to finish the tour. Um, I just got the van shipped back home and that's when I found out that it was just the tire that, you know. Oh my um, gosh. So you're trying, that yeah. guy was trying to burn you. Yeah, that was, and that was four months later, I think that it finally got home. Oh my um, gosh. The dude dipped. We left our key with the guy after we got the van back and everything. Um, they like Evan and Sean were the ones that, that drove to Columbus, flew back to Orlando, grabbed the, the van and drove immediately back. So they were on like, six hours of sleep and like a full day of driving of traveling, you know, Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and it just, that just compounded just, you know, like put a really big damper on the tour and we were all in a really bad mood by the end of it. We were all just like, like kind of hated each other. Um, and you know, we got back and it was kind of just like, a we need to take some time for this. This was a lot. 
Um, you know, some of us were like, no, like, let's keep going. But a couple of us were definitely needed the time off. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that, that's a lot, you know, I know I, 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 uh, personally was ready to go, but I definitely would have just compounded or like, uh, compartmentalized that. And it probably would have eaten at, eaten, eaten at me for a long time if we didn't actually take that hiatus. Yeah. Um, but we still came back and like worked together on a good number of these songs over the next like few years. Um, and 2020 is kind of when we like really decided like, all right, let's actually get our shit together and like put some more music out. Like people have been, people have not stopped and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like that's, that is a good thing. Right. Yeah. You get lost in the right. shuffle of a million bands. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause like, you know, I think right now uh, we're sitting at like 10,000 monthly listeners or something on Spotify. But when we were at like, there was one time I believe we hit like 30, which was wow. awesome. Um, but, you know, just the fact that those 10,000 are still here and we haven't put anything out in it's been like almost six years since an album has come out. That's nuts. Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Are you guys going to tour on this album or don't know yet or and we, is it difficult being you're in vegas and is everyone else still in yeah everyone orlando? so uh, mark is in orlando sean is just south of jacksonville or he no okay. he lives in, in new smyrna now which is like south of daytona so they're still in florida within a couple hours drive of each other um i've flown out a couple times uh to do stuff like the most recent music video we recorded while i've lived here in vegas um mm-hmm. i still have a lot of ties in florida um I so I I pedicab. That's my that's what I do for a living. I don't know if that's if that's out in Nashville or not. Um, I, I know what it is because it was it was a big thing in San Diego. Yeah, I know that but... it's in San Diego. Um, and I was doing it in Florida as well. So for like EDC, I've gone back there for like bigger bigger events that are happening over there. I can always just hit somebody up and hop on one and go make some money. And then that also puts me in Orlando to uh, to work on music or whatever. Mm-hmm. um but yeah um we're you know we're making it work they they have a fill-in for me as well whenever it's like a smaller show that you know it's like a 400 plus dollar round trip so if we're not making more than that yeah it's not worth then it's it. not necessarily sure. worth it but we can still keep moving forward sure which you know obviously i give my full blessing for that because it's it's the end it's the journey and the end goal that really matters when it comes to like the business of a band. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, 100%. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And then, so there's no plan yet to, to do a tour. Are you guys just kind of trying to figure that out? Sorry. Excuse my squirrel brain. Um, We are, we're, we're like, we're figuring out something, a tour, if it's like flyouts to certain places that we do really well. Um, If a tour isn't necessarily, worth it monetarily you know we definitely have markets like we flew we flew out to um to long island and played um keep flying's release show at amityville one year Mm -hmm. um we know that we were just uh mark was just doing an interview with some people the like uh in chicago and they were like where are you guys at? I was like, we've never had a good show in Chicago. We want one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Chicago is like our first or second, like top, top three, uh, month, like listener base. Wow. So we need to get out there. Yeah. Um, 
I would love to do a show in Vegas, but this place is really hard, ridiculously hard in terms of the music scene. If it's not a hardcore band. Um, oh, is that right? Yeah. So it's probably going to be like one-offs, like um, flyouts and stuff like that. If, if we can figure it out. Um, but you know, we, hopefully the the music and just like the algorithm or whatever you know pushes us a little bit forward um and we can see that it's worth going out on a tour for yeah you yeah know? no yeah it's interesting because yeah. nowadays you can look at those numbers right yeah yeah exactly I mean, it's and it's like, like you is it you know are there going to be enough people to show up or right it, yeah. and it's such thing like is it worth it because it's always worth it to go out and play music but at the same mm-hmm. time you know we're all in our 30s now and real life happens and it's like i wish that i could just come back home and live on ramen but you know <laughs> right, i got yeah. like i got these yeah. these two dogs to support i got my girlfriend to support like a full life you know yeah 100%. So. <laughs> well right on gabe i love the, the the songs that you guys have put out i'm excited about the album and i appreciate yeah. your time of course yeah um there's a new um our last single is coming out at the end of the week I'm sorry. I I had this date. Oh, okay. um, so it'll be out by the time this comes out. It's in exactly in one week. Yeah. Right on. On the 30th. Cool. What, what song is that one? It's called uh, Out of Body. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited, man. Well, I appreciate your time again, Gabe. I have one more question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Oh, yeah. Um, do it. Just don't be scared. Um figure out, you know, always work smarter, not harder, especially in this day and age. Like you have TikTok and everything. If you know how to use TikTok, if you can figure out how to use it, like that is <laughs> the most important thing to do. You know, like 10 years ago, there wasn't TikTok. So it was kind of just, I guess, living on a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, put the song out um, constantly like never stop striving to do better, but don't beat yourself up about it. If you don't think it's great, like just keep moving forward. It's, it will be worth it if you make it worth it.